The founder and CEO of Baiju's, Ravindran Baiju was heard saying, if you give me even 100 rupees, I'll invest it back in Baiju's. He probably must have said that in the heat of the moment because looking back at it in hindsight, he hasn't done that. In fact, he did quite the opposite. The story of Baiju's has pretty much been up and down till now. And this roller coaster can be pretty much attributed to its promoter. When Mr. Ravindran and his immediate family sold their shares in the company, Baiju's went down. And when he bought again, it's on its way back up again. This is a story of India's most valuable startup and how every business needs its owner because no one bleeds for the company like its owner. And here's all the proof you're going to ever need for that. Baiju's began its journey in 2011 and grew to be India's most valuable startup since September 2021 and is now worth somewhere near $22 billion. In 2016, online education was just becoming a thing and everyone was just beginning to understand its importance and convenience. Baiju's was just starting to hit its sweet spot. From 2016 to 2021, this Bengaluru-based startup's valuation multiplied by 28 times. And don't worry, if this went unnoticed by you, it certainly didn't go unnoticed by its founders. Mr. Ravindran Baiju and his co-founders, his wife and brother, together sold 25% of their shareholding in the company during this time. They made a killing doing it. Estimates suggest that they took home in excess of $300 million, which is life-changing money in India. Good for them. But something else changed as well. Their skin in the game. Which means how much they, as founders, have remaining invested in Baiju's. This was the view from the top. The story in total, if you will. Now, let's scratch the surface a bit and understand the chronology. Mr. Ravindran Baiju, his brother Riju and his wife Divya together began selling shares in the company since 2016, but in small quantities. Riju Ravindran began heavy selling in 2020 and by early 2021, he had sold almost all his stake in the company when Baiju's valuation had skyrocketed. Now, some people claim that the founders knew the valuation had hit an all-time high during the depths of the pandemic when everyone was stuck at home and edtech was the only way to continue education. And just to deflect attention, Mr. Ravindran Baiju made his brother sell shares at that valuation and took home a handsome amount. Be that as it may, the result of this was that the shareholding of the promoters dropped by more than 25%. This process of promoters of a private company selling shares to existing investors or third parties is called a secondary sale of shares. It happens everywhere and it's a part and parcel of a typical startup. After all, promoters of startups should also reap the benefits of their hard work, buy a house, pay off debt and keep some income on the side or whatever else. But selling so much of your stake so fast indicates you're probably not interested in building the company. A few industry experts say that a stake sale by promoters up to a maximum of 10% is alright. Anything beyond this is not comfortable. Yet another one says that an amount of 2 to 3 million dollars should be enough. Then I must ask the question. Isn't this a failure of corporate governance on the part of Baiju's? How did their board of directors and early investors allow promoters to sell so much stake? Aren't they worried about the future of the company? And I guess it showed up in its results. 
Baiju's is probably at the weakest point in its decade-long journey. The company reported a record loss of 4,588 crores for last year, which is 19 times more than the previous year. Its revenue has almost remained the same year on year. This at a time when the revenue of its two biggest rivals, Unacademy and Vedantu, jumped four times. And these results were released after a lag of 18 months, by the way. Mr. Ravindran Baiju was under a lot of pressure to firstly declare, then justify these results. He said something along the lines of there being a change in method of accounting last year, due to which revenue needed to be deferred to next year. What I find baffling is how can revenue remain stagnant in a year when edtech firms boomed thanks to the pandemic and online education was practically the only option. Remember, we're talking about the result for the year spanning 1st April 2020 to 31st March 2021. As if this weren't bad enough, a little more than a month ago, there was a report claiming that Baiju's was planning to lay off 12,000 employees. They denied the report and maintained that they'll be laying off only 2,500 employees as a cost-cutting measure, as they had publicly announced earlier. These are the companies that Baiju's has acquired. Some famous names in there. Four out of these have been in 2020 and 2021. I hope the promoters had enough incentive and were fully involved in those deals. Because all these recent acquisitions are loss-making companies, which have added to that massive figure of Baiju's consolidated net loss. So that was Baiju's, the world's most valuable edtech startup. But recently, there are a couple of events that have taken place that could turn this story around. The most interesting thing, in my opinion, is that Baiju's, in March 2022, raised $800 million in a funding round. Half of this, or $400 million, was invested by Mr. Ravindran Baiju himself, which took his stake in the company from 22% to 25%. Now, this is a statement of intent for some good reasons. Firstly, the promoter has put in money at a very high valuation, which is risky for him. So he'll have more to lose. Secondly, he's taken a loan for this amount and put in the money. So it's double risky for him. Now he's got skin in the game. This round of funding saw Baiju's valuation touch $22 billion, which was $17 billion in September of 2021. It also just made a big announcement recently that it plans to turn profitable by March 2023 and has listed a detailed plan to do this. On the strength of this announcement, it raised another $250 million last month from existing investors. Further, they're doing some brave marketing campaigns as well. They're now one of the official sponsors of the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar, making it the first edtech brand to sponsor this prestigious event globally. They've also roped in Lionel Messi as their brand ambassador. All this news amid the layoff news obviously caused a stir on social media. But these are brave decisions one can take only if the promoters are fully on board. Because the backlash was pretty big. Then, Baiju's also announced very recently that four out of their five big acquisitions will turn profitable by next year. And don't forget, the company is also planning its IPO pretty soon. In fact, it plans to be listed in India as well as USA. There's also some talk about Baiju's wanting to list its newly acquired firm Akash Educational Services separately. 
Be that as it may, I think Baiju's is fully aware of how retail investors have lost money in its new age counterparts like Paytm, Zomato, Nika after they have been listed. And Baiju's will be eager not to repeat that fiasco when it comes down to its own listing and post that. I'm sure by now all its investors would have figured out the best insurance policy they can take out on Baiju's is to have its promoter remaining invested in the company through thick and thin. Now be the first to know about the latest updates on our new news app. Go on your Android or iOS, search for HW News Network. Download our app, choose the language you prefer to get updates in and be up to date with the latest news.